Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org is their website. I strongly encourage you head there for this very important uh, organization. Coming up, basketball. More basketball. Scores, though, it's what you're here for. It's what you live for. The man himself, Network Indiana's Sam Fritz. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. And we transition once again from boys basketball to girls basketball. Indianapolis Ron Colley faced off against Martinsville. Ron Colley with the win, 51-20. to Jeffersonville, uh, Defeated Evansville Wrights 71 to 49. Jennings County beat Brownstown Central 47 to 38. Kokomo by 40 over Indianapolis Tech 70 to 30. Lafayette Central Catholic beat Benton Central 60 to 43. Lanesville took on Eastern Pekin and won 52 20. Lawrence Central beat Kettering Alter out of Ohio 31 to 29. Leo defeated New Haven by 3 38 to 35. Logansport and Marion took to the court with Logansport winning 60-27. McConaquah beat Taylor 49-10. Marquette Catholic beat Gary 21st Century 48-6. Mishawaka Marion faced off against Carmel 56-43 with Mishawaka Marion winning that one. Crawfordsville and Monrovia played today. Monrovia winning 64-39. Morgan Park out of Illinois would go on to beat Hammond Central 40-19. Morristown beat Edinburgh 37-16. And Mount Vernon-Fortville beat Shelbyville 56-33. If you're watching this NFL wildcard playoff match right now between the Chargers and the Jacksonville Jaguars, you would have thought that the Los Angeles Chargers had this thing wrapped up going into halftime as they had a 27-0 lead. But now, if you're watching, Jacksonville's in this thing. It's 30-20 in the fourth quarter. Jags have the ball. Going downfield steadily, eight minutes remaining. Still anybody's game at this moment. Talking basketball, the Indiana Pacers, your Indiana Pacers, lost tonight 130-112. to They're now on a three-game losing streak as they're going to go on the road on Monday to take on the Milwaukee Bucks. Let's get a little bit of audio from this game. As I said before, O'Shea Brissett had a double-double last night. Tonight, it was McConnell's turn for a double-double with 13 points and and 10 assists. Here's McConnell draining a three in the fourth quarter. Williams gives it up. Back to Tillman. Right edge. Tillman lumbers to the foul line. Lost it. Got it back. Gave it to Williams. A dead on three. Beats the shot clock. But it's short. McConnell bounces it up the floor into the near side corner. Taylor has it. Taylor goes baseline. Now he'll try to back his way into the lane. Feeds it back out to McConnell who launches a three. 13 for McConnell. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. And who doesn't love an alley-oop? Isaiah Jackson for the Pacers got some good playing time today off of Miles Turner's injury. Isaiah Jackson with an alley-oop in the third. Original starters are out for both teams. Pacers get it first, moving right to left. Andrew Nemhart lobs it to the goal, and somehow 
Jackson went up and got a pass that appeared to be too tall and with the left hand tipped it in off the glass. I, I told Original start. Once again, Pacers lost tonight 130-112 to against the Memphis Grizzlies. They traveled to Milwaukee on Monday to take on the Bucks. That game with an early start time at 2.30 p.m. College basketball, you've heard it talked about all show, but once again, the IU Hoosiers beat the 18th-ranked Wisconsin Badgers 63-45. to Trace Jackson Davis with an exciting dunk. But Shafita with a basketball. Slides it to the right of the circle. Dumps it into Trace. Down low. Inside. Reverse layup. Or he got away from him. Gets it back. Takes it the other way. And slammed it home. Holy cow. What a play. Purdue Boilermakers won yesterday against the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Third-ranked Purdue Boilermakers will move on take on Michigan State tomorrow. That does it for me here. We got more updates on the way, more to come. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk College Basketball Today. Battle of ranked teams in NCAA Division II play. The University of Indianapolis beats number 11 University of Missouri-St. Louis, 77-70 the final. Greyhounds head coach Paul Corsaro joins me. Coach, congratulations on an impressive win today. Hey, thanks. Our, our guys played well. I'm happy for them. Well, you should be because uh, they're playing well. It's great to be in a situation where you're playing another nationally ranked teams uh, team. Your conference is certainly not easy by any stretch, and so your kids were inspired and continue to play very, very good basketball. Yeah, you know, it's. Um, I'll tell you what, uh, Bob. It's the. Uh, uh, you know, my first year is my third year. My first year as head coach, it was, uh, you know, during the pandemic. So no fans were allowed last right, year. We right. were, last year we were, um, you know, at 50% capacity, you know, so that kind of posed its own challenges and people kind of were still on the, Hey, do I leave the house? Do I stay in the house mode? And where we had a good, good year at 19 and 11, you know, it just wasn't, we still weren't completely out of the whole pandemic mode. Like, so for us to be at a hundred percent capacity, you know, life seeming seemingly to be back to normal and then to have our first, you know, top. We've had we've had moments. We've when we've been in the top twenty-five. We've had moments playing other top twenty-five mm-hmm. teams. But to have our first, uh, you know, top twenty-five matchup with two top twenty-five teams post the pandemic. I mean, as an alum, that was pretty special for me. We had a great crowd today, and our kids really performed. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. That's all good. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I wasn't there, but I'm excited listening to that because I understand what that's a... And on, I'm, I'm there Monday. You know, it, oh, Monday's Monday, my night. Monday. Okay. <laughs> Monday... Okay. No, no, we're coming in to watch Jesse get the one thousand number. That's what we're we're all rolling. In. His father's he's teammates he's 13, and I are thirteen points away. He's thirteen points away, so we're, he's going to get it on Monday. So, uh, so yeah, we yeah, that's that's the plan. We're hopeful that none of you disappoint us. But you know, you just continue to get performances, not just Jesse, but the the, the balance of your team, the consistency of your team is what's been impressive to me. Yeah, you know, we had four guys score double figures today. Um, you know, Kendrick had 19, Bruno had 10, Jacoby Robinson, another Warren Central product, had 12. But, like, 
that's like you know the point as you know the, the the points just are so much we had josiah tines um our, our kid from canada just ran the team like uh, i told him you know umzel uh missouri st louis we, you know people that that know them uh you know they go by umzel but they uh they, they're a real chippy mm-hmm. defensive team that try to they spark their offense from their defense and i said hey man like i pulled josiah aside i was like hey listen like i know you're shooting 45 percent three. i know you can score but like your main job today is just run the team and to make sure that right. everyone else on right. the court knows knows what's going on on both sides of the court. He did a tremendous job doing that. I thought David Eja gave us great minutes off the bench. Aaron Etherington, the Hamilton Southeastern kid, everybody knows the Etherington name, came in and he had like three right. rebounds. He only played he only played seven minutes, but he had three or four rebounds in those seven minutes. And as you know, I mean, you know, getting those timely rebounds to eliminate second chance opportunities mm-hmm. are crucial. So, you know, aside from the scoring, you know, everyone that got in that con- contributed. And, you know, we, we have everybody bought in right now, and we just got to keep that going. Well, I mean, you've had them buy into this uh, the entire year, and it, it's good to have some experienced guys uh, who understand what it's about. Um, and in the nature of college basketball nowadays, people come and people go, but you've got an experienced core of guys who've been through the wars together and understand what this is about. Yes, I actually, and I think the name of the game right now in college basketball is retainment. It really is, and you know we. Yeah, yeah. I've had I've had Jesse, Josiah, Kendrick, Jacoby, Aaron, Ben Nickerson, Julian Steinfeld. I've had seven guys on my team. This is their third. I've had them for three years, and you know that's. In today's day and age, is the equivalent. That's why you're winning. <laughs> yeah. Given getting a high school kid and having him for four years, you know, like so, we spend a lot right. of time forming relationships with our guys. And everyone talks about, hey, who are you recruiting? Who are you recruiting? I always tell my staff, like, hey, I, before you tell me about guys you're bringing in, like, I don't want anyone going. And the way you do that is by establishing good relationships and fostering an environment where guys like being there. And I think that's the name of the game is if you can retain, you know, anything you bring in is just a cherry on top. Yeah, and it's hard to do in this day and age because uh, of the classic instant gratification and the AAU culture, so to speak, of uh, if I'm not happy, I'm leaving. Uh, so, I mean, I, I I marvel at how you're able to do it. And it's certainly not coincidental that, su- that the success you're having is directly related to guys being a part of it and buying into it and believing in it and liking it. Coach, Paul Corsaro from – Uindy, big win today over Umsel, 77-70 the final. I'll see you Monday night. Thanks so much for the call. All right, see you, Coach. All right, back on to Boys High School Basketball. Scores coming your way. Scottsburg defeated New Albany 65-57. Seymour beat Columbus East 44-32. Shaw Memorial played against the team from Kentucky in Cornerstone Christian. Shaw Memorial would leave the victors 55-48. Shelbyville and Pendleton Heights faced off today with Shelbyville winning 58-55 by three in a close one there. Sheridan beat Elwood by a dime, 50-40 in that one. South Bend wins against South Bend Washington wins against Valparaiso 49 to 40. Southmont over Riverton Park 59 to 51. Springfield Southeast out of Illinois took it to Evansville Wrights 59 to 54. The Illinois team leaving victorious in that one. Tri Central beat Anderson Prep Academy 82 to 54. Triton Central beat Milan 84 to 55. Unity out of Illinois faced off against Evansville Day. 
Unity winning 52 to 40. Vincennes Lincoln would play against Sullivan. Vincennes Lincoln winning 60 to 57. And Warsaw would play against Peru with Warsaw winning 62 to 52. Real quick, if you're watching this NFL game, you might think Jacksonville stands a chance to win this thing. Jacksonville now only down by two with the Los Angeles Chargers leading 30 to 28. Five minutes remaining in the fourth. The Jaguars for lack of a better term, are clawing their way back in. More updates coming your way. Girls basketball next for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Okay, Sam. Just remember, I was an English major. None of that stuff's lost on me. (laughs) I like it. College basketball today. Trine beats Kalamazoo 77-73. A very happy Brooks Miller joins me. Coach, it's been too long. Thanks for the call, and congratulations (laughs) on a great win today. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you're right. I got a, uh, I got an eight-year-old and a five-year-old now. So when I get home on Saturday night, if I can make it past nine fifteen, <laughs> I'm a lucky guy. So, but uh, no, I don't, I don't blame you. Happy to be here. You know I love you. You know, and I, I yeah. love trying. I liked them when they were tri-state, and I, I told uh, I told my studio producers two of the most important games in my coaching career were against your school. They were both games we won, by the way. Uh, my first year as a head coach, 26 years old, playing for the NAI tournament to title semifinals against you guys. We're down 15 with 12 minutes to go. Somehow, some way, come back, make a comeback. You guys missed two point blank uh, putbacks. We go escape win win a couple nights later against Hanover and then my 85 championship team at IUPUI go up to your place we have no business winning and we do and we go on to go to Kansas City with that so I have fond memories of your campus and I will tell you I love everything about it and I love what you're doing so tell me about this team you have yeah, we have a uh, we, we have a quite the mix of a young team but an experienced team. We lost four starters last year, but we returned Brian. three really core players that were significant. Emmanuel McNanglo was a junior for us. Uh, he was the defensive player of the year in our conference as a freshman two years ago. Six eight young man out of Benin, Africa. Uh, he set our school record for block shots today. Halfway through his junior mm. year, he's averaging over three and a half blocks and two over two steals a game. Uh, we have uh, Brent Cox, who's a senior for us this year uh, from Kendallville, Indiana. Fantastic young man. He's playing. He was a first-team all-conference player for us as a sophomore. We went 18 and one, and we're ranked number two in the country. And uh, he's back to back to his old self. And then Connor Jones has really emerged from. He was a bench player for us last year, and this year he's leading us in, during the conference. We're four and zero in the conference, 14 and one overall, and he's averaging 23 points a game in conference play from Danville. And and uh, just really proud of those guys leading a bunch of sophomores and a couple of freshmen coming off the bench and, and filling in some of those other roles for us. But uh, we've been real fortunate, uh, but we got a real great group, of a, a real cohesive group. We find a different way to win every night. We, we shot mm-hmm. 30% from the field on Wednesday and beat a really talented mm-hmm. Olivet team with, with 20 offensive rebounds. So we're just finding different ways, and it's, you know, it's, they're a lot of fun to take out on the floor and, and go to battle a couple nights a week with these guys. So what's the secret today in this two-possession win over KZU? Well, I think we were down 14 in the first half. Uh, you know how college basketball goes, especially when you're in the conference sure. and on the road. Records don't mean a whole lot. Uh, they they came out and, and did a couple of things to keep us off balance, and I think we made some adjustments throughout the game as, as as players. The players made some adjustments to how they were how they were guarding us and some of the things they were doing offensively, and and we had a really good 
second half. I think we created 10 second half turnovers that led to some easy baskets and we got more paint touches. You know, we chart reversals and paint touches throughout the game mm-hmm. and possessions. And, and in the second half, I think we only had two possessions where we didn't get either three sides, what we call two or three, three reversals or a paint touch. And that made a significant uh, difference in the fact of, of, you know, how efficient we could be offensively. And we came back and were able to hang on for the win. It's interesting because the game has changed dramatically because everybody's running ball screen motion, and so ball reversal sometimes <laughs> goes goes out the window, and it, it still it still matters, and it still matters getting the ball in the in the lane. Uh, so I, I applaud you guys doing that. So who's up next for you? Uh, we have this week. We got to go on the road to Alma, and then we have Calvin coming in here um, on Saturday. So I think we were ranked 20th in the country this week, and Calvin's ranked in the top 20 as well. So that'll be a big battle. But we're not looking past Alma by any means. Uh, those guys are uh, to go on the road, as you know. Again, like we talked about, is tough. Right. They pose a different right. different type of threat to us. Um, every team in the league does something a little bit different to put pressure on you. That you got to make those adjustments too. So, so we're locked into Alma here next Wednesday night and. and get to work and get back to work on Monday. He's Brooks Miller. He's the man at uh, Trine University today. They beat uh, Kalamazoo 77-73. Nationally ranked. uh, Thundered. Having a great year. Brooks, I appreciate the call. Go kiss your wife and and your babies, and I appreciate you staying up late and making the call. No problem. We'll hopefully talk to you again next Saturday. I'll look forward to it. Thanks so much. David Deaton from WKLO joins me. David Deaton, I'm so glad that you are with me. Tell me what game you had tonight. Uh, we had Lanesville at Orleans tonight at the Doghouse in Orleans. Oh. So that, that was the matchup Ooh. we had. All right. Give me a score. Orleans with a W, Lanesville with a W. Uh, Orleans won this one going away, Coach. It was 64-26, to 26, and that was even after five uh, lead changes in the first quarter. Both teams kind of trying to feel the other out of what they were going to try to do. The Bulldogs pulled away to get ahead right. by eight at the end of the first quarter and stretched it to 20 by halftime. And then in the second half, uh, Lanesville just had a lot of issues with turnovers. Orleans was able to get out on the break a little bit, able to get some easier shots, and able to pull away there in the second half with their veteran team against a young Lanesville team that's going through a lot of growing pains this season. Uh, the good thing about being young is you grow up. Um, that that's you, know, you can look at it from the good news, bad news. <laughs> but yeah. the good news is if you can weather the storm, you know you learn a lot about yourselves and your team. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it when Orleans listen. It's here's the problem you have if you're a young team and you're struggling. Orleans is not the kind of team you want to play because they're really, really good. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it didn't help that Orleans only turned it over three times themselves tonight. The wow. Bulldogs did shoot 55% from the field. Really didn't shoot a lot of threes tonight. We're three of eight because they were able to get some offensive rebounds. They were able to get inside, get some good mid-range shots as well. Uh, their 6'3 uh, junior center, Xavier Alston, who is just a terrific athlete, had 19 points in this one tonight, and I think he probably had 12 points on offensive rebounds alone on putbacks. He also had a free throw in the game as well, so he led the way for the Bulldogs tonight and really a balanced effort all the way around. Got some guys at the end of the bench that got a chance to get in there and get some mm-hmm. quality minutes mm-hmm. tonight as well. So Coach Bradley very encouraged by his team the last three games going back to Eastern Green last Saturday. The Bulldogs have given up an average of 24 points now over the last three games Mm. combined Mm. between Eastern Green, Crawford Mm -hmm. County, and Lanesville. So 
He's really proud of the, the effort on the defensive end. That's really the focus and the intensity on that side has been improving. And they're also really doing a good job with the efficiency on the offensive end as well. And this is a team that Coach Bradley said in pregame when we were talking that you know, in order for them to win, they have to be strong on the defensive end and they have to be balanced on the offensive end. And that is exactly what they were able to do tonight against Lanesville and what they did last night when they went on the road against Crawford County as well. And people misunderstand. They're not holding the ball. I mean, the, the, these scores are low, not because they're holding the ball and taking time. They're that good. They, they make it hard. Yep. It's hard for you to score. They, they make it difficult for you to get a good look. Yeah, that's exactly right. And they just do such a great job of staying in front of uh, their uh, guys that they're guarding out there on the perimeter. It's just it's kind of basic basketball 101. Just stay between your man right. and the basket. And Orleans does that yeah. very well. <laughs> coach Bradley has, has taught that and made an art of it for the entire right. time he's been the head coach of the program. So they do a great job of that. These guys are really starting to see what they can do on both sides of the basketball. And this is an Orleans team that's going to start rounding into shape here pretty soon the way they're going right now. All right, are you fired up for next Sunday for the pairing show? Oh, no question about it. I will definitely be tuning in for that and uh, definitely going to be promoting that and try to get other people to watch and also listen to it as well. So, yeah, we're looking forward to seeing what the pairings reveal about sectional 30 especially. Definitely have our eyes on that one as well yeah. and then be checking yeah. out the sectional 62 with or, or sectional 63, I should say, with Orleans and then see what kind of draw they get as well. I'll tell you what, uh, I've done it. I've done the boys and girls and, and football. I've done it for, I've lost track of how long I've done them. I know I've done them for a while. Uh, but it is, um, you know, there's, as you know, there's a lot of information to deal with uh, on a Friday and Saturday night doing Indiana Sports Talk. But the, the, uh, the enormity of the information you have to deal with. Uh, and you can appreciate from a broadcaster standpoint, once they flip the switch, uh, we have 90-minute breaks, and that's it. So we're looking forward to it. It's always great to talk to you, David. You make my weekend. David Deaton from WKLO. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right. Thanks. You too, Coach. Coming up, scoreboard update with Sam Fritz, and we got more ball to talk about on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. All right, folks, I'm going to give you some girls' high school basketball scores, and then I would be amiss not to talk about what just happened in the world of the NFL. But let's start with basketball. High school girls' bas- basketball, Mishawaka Marion beat Carmel 56-43. Monrovia over Crawfordsville 64-39. Morgan Park out of Illinois beat Hammond Central 40-19. Morristown defeated Edinburgh 37-16. Mount Vernon-Fortville over Shelbyville 56-33. North Central Farmersburg defeated White River Valley 62-50. North Posey wins over Pike Central 66-31. Northeast Du Bois beats West Washington 49-43. North Norwell and Belmont have a close one with Norwell winning 46-43. South Ripley and Oldenburg Academy, they also had a close game, only decided by four points. Oldenburg Academy would win 35-31. Oregon Davis beats River Forest 57-52. Pendleton Heights over Rushville 65-34. Concord and Plymouth face off with Plymouth winning 52-38. Providence beats Henryville 57-26. And finally Randolph Southern over Shenandoah 42 to 37. Now, if you guys have been watching the game, you've been hearing my updates at the very least. At halftime, the Chargers were up 27 to nothing against the Jacksonville Jaguars, and this game just wrapped up as the Jacksonville Jaguars overcame a 27-point deficit. They overcame 30 points in total 
to win this wild card matchup in the final three seconds of the game of a field goal, 31 to 30, the Jacksonville Jaguars move on. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. Hey, Sam Fritz, you don't get off that easily. So, so tell me, uh, down 27 nothing, come back and win. Uh, how did they do this? Other than Chargers, here's what we'll hear. Chargers collapse. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Give credit to the Jags for coming back and winning. How were they able to pull this off? You know, it, it was a, a real, I, I guess, deflation of the Chargers' defense primarily. I mean, offensively, the Chargers were still able to make some amount of ground. And Trevor Lawrence, we can't we can't overshadow the fact that Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions in this game and matched that with oh. four touchdowns. So clearly something oh. just clicked in Trevor Lawrence's head coming out of halftime. Uh, I think Jacksonville's offense just finally decided to show up. Uh, and uh, the Chargers defense uh, forgot what sport they were playing, supposedly. <laughs> so now the the the, the narrative will be <coughs> excuse me chargers you know defensive coordinator probably going to get fired uh, <laughs> this this is how the nfl reacts to things they, they are you know it's what have you done for me lately and um we can't we, we can't accept these kinds of things and trevor lawrence's legend is beginning to grow i understand the four uh, four touchdowns but on the to offset that you come back and make the plays uh, playoffs are playoffs. That's why they're so much fun to be involved in, so much fun to watch. Yeah, you know, I sat in on plenty of Colts post-game shows with uh, one of the stations that carries Indiana Sports Talk, uh, 107.5, 97.5, 97.5 The Fan. And I right. got to tell you, if if the way that Colts fans called in and reacted to this Colts season is any indication, I can't imagine what that Chargers call-in show might be like after this game. That's going to be tough to get through. You know why um, I, in terms of the format of our show, chose to um, not take listener phone calls <laughs> years years ago. Um, you know, we we actually did at the beginning of Indiana Sports Talk um, and take calls, and that got got uh, got to be hard to manage. Um, so it's a um, it's interesting. So, Pacers lose tonight. Tell me about that. They lost a tough one to the Grizzlies. One, what was it? One, I can't read my own writing. They lost a close one uh, tonight uh, to the uh, Grizzlies, correct? Yes, it was 130 to 112. Uh, so it, it really was a lot closer than it may have seemed. It was an out-of-control first right. quarter that I think really made this game get away from the Pacers. Uh, Indiana's played a lot of catch-up basketball this year, and unfortunately, even in a, a, a team that's as good in the fourth quarter as the Pacers have been this year, you know, a 12-point deficit was just too much to come over over the course of the game. All right, who do they play next? Next up, they have the Bucks in Milwaukee on Monday at an early start time of 2.30 p.m., Right, right, right. Okay. All right, Sam Fritz, great job. Thank you so much. Brendan King joins me. You know Brendan King as uh, his great work on the Sports Talk and also the voice of the South Bend Cubs. Um, Brendan, thanks so much for the call. How are you tonight? Coach, I apologize for being late. Part of Cubs convention is that it is rowdy 
24-7 and a game-winning <laughs> field goal by a underdog in football is just going to make it more rowdy. So I was trying to maneuver myself out of this large convention center and hotel to give you a ring, and uh, glad to be with you now, my man. So I apologize for bothering you. I, f- I forgot uh, that you were doing your Colts no. convention. Uh, was it fun? Tell me all about it. Uh, well, Coach, it, it was awesome, and there's still one day to go. It's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday thing. I think what has uh, been most special, Coach, is uh, all of the Chicago Cubs are here, including the new guys, Dansby Swanson, Eric Hosmer, Cody Bellinger. But as well, Coach, you know this as well as I do, the Cubs are in a transformative mode right now. Of course, a lot of prospects right, are coming up. Right, you know that with the South right. Bay Cubs of winning two championships in three years. So there are a lot of prospects here, and many of them, Coach, are our guys from South Bend. Pete Crow Armstrong, Brennan Davis, Owen Casey, guys that have won Midwest League titles. So it's been awesome because we get all access. We get to interview the guys, put them on camera, and Mm -hmm. I also get to go, Coach, to the MLB media social where we get to speak with current Chicago Cubs. So I was able to interview Tucker Barnhart today, of course, Brownsburg's own. Wow. Played in Cincinnati right. for a long time and right. met Tucker for the first time. And, uh, Coach, here's what I find out from Tucker. I go up, shake his hand, and say, hey, man, thanks for doing this. And he says, you know, I've been listening to you guys every day on the fan for the last few weeks. Small world. And, uh, you know, Tucker Barnhart, a Brownsburg guy, he still checks in with our flagship station, <laughs> right. we had We had a great interview. It was fun. Good for him. All right, let's talk some basketball. Uh, I love baseball. You know that. Your yep. Butler Bulldogs got a much-needed win last night. That had to be great. It was great, Coach. And, of course, I was watching from afar being in Chicago. But I just think the toughness that they showed is what you got to bring every night in the Big East. And if you don't bring that level of toughness, you're probably going to get beat. And it really doesn't matter against who. So to beat Villanova, a team that – Quite frankly, in a lot of cases, has had your number many times in the Big East. Now, there have been some ankle magic wins. Um, But, you know, a a big portion of the Big East career of Butler, Villanova has been one team they haven't been able to get in most cases. Um, But that's a huge win for Thad Mata's team. I thought Simas Lukosius shot the ball tremendously. I think Eric Hunter showed some really nice veteran leadership, taking the ball up, really acting as a pass-first point guard and scoring when he needed to. So, Coach, does it set up something for our dogs? I'm not sure, but it's a very important win, just in pure confidence. Uh, I loved what I saw. Yeah, because they uh, they they were abused uh, by St. St. John's. St. John's yeah. pressure really, yeah. really bothered them. And they, they never got into any kind of rhythm at all, in large part because of St. John's approach defensively. They shot the ball badly. Uh, they just – they didn't play well at all. And, and – uh, watching the game, you know, it just struck me that St. John's was quicker, uh, quicker to the rim, quicker off their feet, great defensive pressure, and, and that uh, the, the dogs, look, you know, the, the rebuilding job that Thad inherited, I, I made this comment yesterday uh, on, mm-hmm. on uh, a local show, on JMV show, um, that to me – um, I don't. I'm. I don't. I'm sure Thad probably didn't realize that the talent level that he was inheriting wasn't that good. 
and I don't I don't mean to disparage anybody, but you look at the you look at rosters throughout the Big East. You know the gap seems to be somewhat stark, and it'll it'll, it'll they'll close that gap and recruit better players. But um, you could tell that that St. John's literally physically stronger, bigger, quicker than the than the dogs, and that's that's difficult to confront. It is, Coach, and in the Big East, as well as other leagues in the country, you don't have much time to learn that type of lesson. And unfortunately, no. the dogs did no. struggle in the first half against Providence about a, two weeks ago or so. Um, so they didn't learn the lesson then, unfortunately, in, in the St. John sense. But again, Coach, they came out to play yesterday against Nova. And, and sometimes, Coach, it, it takes one win. You know that, Coach, in college yeah. basketball, as long oh, as yeah. you did. It, yeah. it, it takes one win to set apart what could be a little streak. So, is it going to be tough? Absolutely, because guess who comes in on Tuesday? Creighton. <laughs> and guess who's, yeah. guess who's back yeah. healthy? Guess who's healthy again? Creighton. It is not going to be right. easy by any means. That's a huge game on Tuesday. No, that you know what? No, and they're fun to watch. You know, from a, a fan yeah. standpoint, uh, they'll guard you. Uh, they will light it up once they walk in the building. Uh, they got guys who can pass it, shoot it, knock it down from anywhere. Uh, it's yeah. a fun. I, I'm glad I don't coach against them because it, it'd give me nightmares. <laughs> but they're they're fun to watch. All right, I need you to hang on through this final scoreboard update. We'll talk a little more Cubs if you don't mind. Brendan King, Brendan King, the man himself, living the life, um, living that life. Cubs. He's the voice of the South Bend Cubs. So we're at the big Cubs convention and. Um, that's that's where you want to be baseball wise. We come back, scoreboard update coming up. We have basketball. We've got games, boilers, uh, playing uh, Michigan State. We have things to talk about on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. All right, final update for the night. Let's give you some boys basketball scores, including some conference tournament results. Vincennes Lincoln. These are not tournament results yet. I should I should stress. Vincennes Lincoln over Sullivan, sixty to fifty seven. Warsaw defeated Peru, sixty two to fifty two. Western beat Taylor, forty four to thirty eight. Whiting defeated South Central Union Mills, fifty six to fifty. And Winnemac beat Oregon Davis, sixty three to forty four. Now moving on to the tournament results. The Allen County Conference tournament saw Adams Central and Woodland play in the finals. It was an overtime thriller, but Adams Central would pull away. Big time in the end as they won by 11, 59 to 48 in overtime. There was the Johnson County Tournament where Center Grove and Franklin would face off. Center Grove would win this one, 65 to 56. The Marion County Tournament saw Ben Davis and Lawrence North in the finals. Ben Davis winning 62 to 40 to win the Marion County Tournament. The Southern Roads Conference Tournament was decided between Bloomington Lighthouse and Pleasant View Christian. It was a close one up to the very end, but Bloomington Lighthouse did win 58-54. to Now, just a couple of girls basketball sports for high school basketball. Switzerland County beat New Washington 47-38. to Tippecanoe Valley beat Rochester 26-15. Union County beat Union City 48-34. And Vincennes Reveille beat Evansville Matter Day 45-39. That does it for me. Everybody have a great night for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Sam Fritz. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Brendan King rejoins me. You've been doing um, basically great work on uh, one of our flagships, the fan 
here in Indianapolis uh, doing the daily show. How's how's that been? Have you had fun with that? It's been a lot of fun, Coach. The only thing about it is you just wish the Colts maybe didn't go 1-7 during that eight-week stretch under Jeff Saturday. But, Coach, if there's one thing about covering that team, there's no shortage of things to talk about, right? And especially now <laughs> right. with the coaching right. search and what just happened right. five minutes ago with the Jaguars upsetting the Chargers. Um, you know, the Chargers are probably going to fire Brandon Staley now. Does that mean Sean Payton is going to be the head coach of the Chargers? I don't know, but Sean Payton for sure is a guy I'm sure the Colts would like to talk to. But the problem is the Colts probably are not as attractive right now as a destination than the Chargers are mm-hmm. because of what Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen, what that crew brings to the team. So um, I don't know who the head coach of the Colts is going to be, but you're right that there has not been any shortage of topics, and we've gotten plenty out of it. You see, I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't do uh, what you do. Uh, I, I can I barely do play- what I do. Oh, no, I, well, I couldn't be a play-by-play guy, and I sure I, I couldn't handle um, a, a daily sports talk show because. Uh, number one, I, I love I love Indiana sports talk. I love the weekends. Uh, I'm in love with uh, college and high school sports, uh, and it, you know personally, pro sports. Uh, I'm enamored with the, with the Pacers. I love the way they play, but pro yeah. sports to me um, go against uh, a lot of the things I, I believe in. I, I as an administrator, I, I don't believe in change unless it's 100 percent necessary. Um, but it, you know, in the NFL especially, if you, I'm 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 violently a opposed to making changes early in the season, midway. Uh, It does your franchise no good. Uh, So I I thoroughly disagreed with that, continue to to disagree with this. And and the other part of it is, you know, an offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator being fired because they had a particularly bad game and those kinds of things. Championship teams, if you go back and you look at it historically, championship teams have have a, a few things in common. Number one, have solid leadership at the top. Uh, that's consistent, doesn't change, doesn't panic, doesn't pull the uh, trigger. Secondly, core group of people consistently together. You have to have consistency of personnel, consistency of thought to be a championship type of team. And invariably in the NFL and the NBA and others, they don't do that. And then they look around and wonder, why are we so bad? Well, it's because you've changed so many people so many times. What do you expect? Coach, I'm with you, and that's what's so exciting about this Pacers team right now because a change yeah, was made. Yeah, there's no question. It was the right change. Rick Carlisle comes in, changes the culture, and then you start to build the young core that Hal Burton and Matherin have uh, arrived with. And then now it's looking like it's going to be really difficult to part ways with a guy like Miles Turner. It's going to be really difficult yeah, to part ways with a guy like Buddy Heald because yeah. of the glue that they bring your team. And now it almost looks like, Coach, that the Pacers are going to be buyers at the trade deadline. Uh, who would have thought that back on – Let's call it August 1st. Uh, not right, a lot of folks right. around the state. And uh, that's what's exciting right now about what, what's happening at Gainbridge Fieldhouse. It's a lot of fun. And uh, I encourage everybody to get out and watch and play um, your uh, Notre Dame uh, basketball. How did Notre Dame basketball do today? I don't even know. How did they do? Coach, I wish I had an answer for you, but I've been enamored by Chicago Cubs fans and oh, players all day. I have not had a chance to check it. the college basketball scoreboard. You might need Sam Fritz to do that for you. Sam's my guy. If we're being God. honest, if we're being 1,000% honest. Yeah. All right. All right, Brendan King, thanks for the call. Have a great weekend. Thanks so much.
Coach, you're the man. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much. College basketball tomorrow. Sycamores, Indiana State Sycamores at Missouri State. That's a 3 o'clock start. Sycamores are uh, on fire. Uh, let's hope they continue to play at, uh, at this high level um, because they are really playing well. Um, final break, final thoughts. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven. The number two, savelives.org is their website. Sign up today. Help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. No age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. And there are more than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant as we speak. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Again, the website, driventosavelives.org. We have some college basketball uh, to talk about. Notre Dame did lose to Syracuse 78-73 earlier today. Congratulations to Ball State on their win. They continue to play well. They beat Miami of Ohio 75-61. Certainly congratulations to the Hoosiers for their much-needed win over Wisconsin today, 63-45. Tough loss for Indiana State to Cleveland State, 89-54 the final there. UND, big win over, uh, over UMSL. Uh, 77-70, University of Missouri-St. Louis. Valpo beats Evansville, 76-69. The pairings show for the Girls State Basketball Championship come up a week from tomorrow. That'll be the 22nd of the month. Greg Rakestraw and I will be live from the IHSAA headquarters bringing you that uh, information. From 5 until 7, again, 5 until 7, join us. You can go online, watch it at uh, IHSAATV.org. It's on the IHSA Champions Network. It's always fun to do. I uh, appreciate being asked again. Uh, Greg is a machine, and, the, the, and I'll talk about it uh, clearly next weekend as we get closer to the date, but he will come in with a, a one-inch thick uh, material that he has worked on. He'll bring his notes in, and once the uh, lights turn on, he will not go back to them. He doesn't need them. He literally will have the whole thing memorized, and he's he's a machine. Um my job is to just get us in and out of breaks <laughs> and, and, and stay out of the way. Uh, so we try to do that the best we can. But it's fun. Uh, not very many states will do what we do uh, by having pairing shows televised and on, the, a, on a radio network. And I'm proud to be a part of uh, the radio network. I'm proud to be a part of Network Indiana because I think we do great work and provide tremendous services to people around our state. So... It's fun to be a part of it. But join us on the pairing show next Sunday. But also, you know, get out this week, watch some basketball. You know, run, you know, the commercials we run, we talk about it. You know, pay that $5 because it's incredibly important to your schools uh, to support their programs. And um, we always encourage you, once you get in the car, 
turn on the show and listen to us. Thanks again. Great job. Uh, great crew tonight. Parker Webster, Nathaniel uh, Finch, Sam Fritz. Great job by our tremendous stations around the state to bring this show every Friday and Saturday night. Thanks to all of you making us the most listened to sports talk show in our state's history. It is the history-making, legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.